Hey guys, and welcome to the first episode of Demand Generation Lab. I want to welcome you to this new series where we're going to be talking about a ton of different growth experiments that I'm doing on a day-to-day basis, kind of follow you along, uh, bring you along on the journey that I'm having as we continue to uh, grow my company, which is uh, where I work full-time, is a company called Televerde. Um, and if you watch the trailer, listen to the trailer, I apologize, um, you'll hear a little bit about that company. Um, I won't spend too much time on it here, but I just wanted to, to kind of welcome you guys to the first episode. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. Uh, on this particular episode, we're going to be talking about how we are using Facebook advertising and the B2B space at Televerde so that maybe you can find some insights and a couple of different experiments that you want to test at your company utilizing Facebook advertising. All right, and welcome back guys, it's Xavier. Uh, We're gonna go ahead and jump right into it. So um, if you guys didn't listen to the trailer, I like to keep these episodes between about 15 and 20 minutes long. Uh, That's about the usual time I have driving into the office and I love to binge listen to podcasts. So I wanna make sure that I keep the content short and concise and and something useful um, for you guys on your way to work every morning. I'm going to try to keep up with this daily, uh, but I think I'm initially going to start with the Netflix format. So if you guys aren't familiar with that, I'm just going to drop a bunch of episodes all at once. So that way you have some stuff to binge to while I uh, try to keep up with the daily podcasting and, and make sure that I keep fresh, relevant topics for you guys. So today I want to talk about Facebook advertising in the B2B space. So a lot of people, uh, I've seen all the industry reports from Gartner and Forrester and Serious Decisions and all these different um, publications across the, across the web talking about Facebook advertising um, in the B2B space. And it seems like the consensus is that Facebook isn't a high ROI platform for B2B companies. And I think the reason for that is the way that B2B companies are looking at Facebook advertising and the way that they're utilizing Facebook ads to target their ideal prospects. Now, a lot of companies that we work with are in the software space, and a couple of those companies do focus with an ABM approach. So if you're not familiar with ABM, it's account-based marketing. Essentially, it's just flipping the funnel. So instead of targeting a wide net of people, they select a narrow few accounts that they wanna go after, and then they prospect into those with very personalized, customized messaging with the intent of you know, generating a better, more profitable sale for the company because they can efficiently use their marketing dollars. And I think this is a perfect play for Facebook advertising if done right. So I'm gonna to talk, to talk to you guys about the strategy that we're using at Televerde for B2B Facebook advertising, and hopefully it helps you guys out. So I wanna start with the structure of it. So Facebook by its nature is a platform for people to connect. Um, we know that in Facebook, the targeting options have been dwindled down over the past few months to the past year or so because of all the issues Facebook has had with um, data breaches and privacy issues and things like that. You used to have a large amount of targeting options to, to really get to your ideal prospect. The only problem is most B2B companies understand the companies, so in terms of firmographics, revenue, company size, software tools that they're utilizing, they understand those more so than the actual persona that they're going after. 
So at our company, we target VP of sales, VP of marketing, demand generation, uh, VPs of demand gen, things like that. We don't really know uh, of those ICPs, those uh, ideal customer profiles, what interest on Facebook would allow us to target them. And this is inherently where a lot of people say, ah, Facebook doesn't really work for the B2B space because I can't target the people that I want. So I'm gonna shift that conversation and give you a new way to find that. Because you may not know what pages or what interest or the demographic um, like job title targeting isn't there for you on Facebook, meaning you can't just, you can't go out and find that info. The way that we use Facebook is for retargeting. So we use Facebook for all of our touches after our first initial conversation with someone um, in, in terms of a digital ad. So the way that we do that is it's a combination approach. We utilize LinkedIn advertising because it gives us the ability to one, utilize either an ABM approach. So if we, we can upload what's called matched audiences to LinkedIn, and this will allow us to put in the companies that we want to target. LinkedIn will go and find all the employees at that company that are on LinkedIn. And then we can narrow it down by other firmographics. So we can say, we only want companies in this industry. We only want job titles um, above this certain range. We only want this size of employees, all these different bits and pieces that LinkedIn has available. LinkedIn is great for targeting B2B companies. So if you're in the B2B space, LinkedIn is a great place to target those firmographic pieces. So how does this all link back to Facebook? So again, like I said, we use Facebook for retargeting. The cost per impression or cost per mille CPM on Facebook is much lower than what you'll see on LinkedIn. So what we do with LinkedIn is we use the targeting options and the matched audiences to select our ideal accounts, our ideal companies, and we run sponsored posts or even text ads to get the first engagement within that company. So if I'm targeting um, ExxonMobil, which isn't really a company we'd ever target, but just to give you an example, I can go into LinkedIn, tell the LinkedIn, hey, I wanna target everyone at LinkedIn or everyone at ExxonMobil that is a manager and above in marketing and sales is their, you know, their job function. And I wanna show them these sponsored posts. And these can be blog posts, these can be eBooks, these can be videos, really anything to get them clicking. I want them typically clicking off of LinkedIn um, to our website where we're gonna have our Facebook pixel. So for you guys that aren't aware, Facebook pixels um, is basically a little snippet of tracking code that you can put on your website that allows Facebook to gather data about people that are visiting uh, your website. So that way you can retarget them. So I want people, I want the targeting that LinkedIn gives me, but I want the cost that Facebook and the dynamic ability of Facebook um, for my actual advertising. So I run a LinkedIn ad to my ideal prospects, my ideal accounts, and then I send them to our website, typically to a blog post. And from that blog post, I retarget them on Facebook. And once I have them in my Facebook retargeting audience, that's where we start to see all the magic happen. We get, we can drive conversions from Facebook. The retargeting is much better. Um, and the overall engagement with our ideal profiles is much better um, because we're connecting in a space where a lot of B2B companies aren't competing. So it's kind of a wide open market for us. And we really enjoy that benefit. So what, what do we retarget with on Facebook? So we've mapped out a, a customer journey through advertising. So as our first initial touch, we're giving them a blog post 
typically one that's relevant to their situation. So we use intent um, data to drive, you know, what uh, types of topics we show prospects or target accounts. So if you're not uh, unfamiliar with intent data, I'm going to, in the next episode, I'm going to talk a little bit more about intent data, kind of unravel that. Uh, there's a lot of d different bits and pieces, but essentially it gives me data on what my target accounts are already looking for across the web. So I can make sure that the content I'm serving them through advertising or through content marketing is going to be relevant to them in their situation. So we use that to drive, you know, uh, what topics we're showing um, initially with the blog post on LinkedIn. Once we get them in our Facebook retargeting audience, then we want some type of engagement. So most companies will do eBooks, any type of resource that generate that you can generate an opt-in from. A lot of companies are doing Facebook lead ads because the ease of um, converting or engaging with the lead ad is is phenomenal. Um, yes, you do get their personal email info, but in some cases that's even better than a business email address because they're actually going to be checking that one. So we don't do lead ads. What we actually do is we've developed a revenue gap calculator. So the prospect will be able to go in and plug in all of their numbers. And let's say that they wanted to hit, uh, you know, $20 million in revenue uh, for their department. They can plug in how many leads they've generated, what their conversion rates are, and it'll spit out some of the formulas on the back end to tell them what they would need to do to hit their numbers. And it gives them some solution guys, which again, we're pixeling even further. So again, the second touch after the calculator is gonna be a more targeted type of advertising based on the prospect's actual engagement. And we've seen the rates with personalized marketing go through the roof. Personalized marketing is gonna be the, the best way forward, um, you know, for marketing into 2020, 2021. People are no longer gonna to respond to your blanketed advertising. You need personalized advertising. So we're customizing this journey from all the way from top to bottom. So after they fill out the calculator, click around to some more of our blog posts, the next step is based on which uh, solution that they selected or which blog post they visited afterwards, we're gonna deliver them um, a case study around that topic, around that solution that they were looking out for to demonstrate that, hey, as a company, we've already gotten companies results similar to yours, and this is what those results look like. So now as a prospect, they can start to forecast what it would be like to work with Televerted. So one, we've demonstrated that we provide value. So we give, we've given them a blog post. We helped them figure out what their goals were. Now we're demonstrating that we can actually execute for them by showing our past results. And the next step from there, after they've visited our case study page, again, I'm using Facebook um, Pixel for this. I can see when they have visited a specific page, I tell Facebook, okay, stop the case study ads and now show them a speak with the, uh, our sales team um, ads. So the ads that they'll start to see are, hey, thanks for learning. And this is just generic, but essentially, hey, thanks for learning more about Televerde. The next best step for you is to, to reach out and contact someone in sales. So we do this a number of different ways. We drive them to a targeted landing page where they can go out and request a meeting with someone in sales, or we drive them to a conversational landing page, which we've built through Drift. Um, Drift is one of our favorite chat tools because it allows us to actually have conversation with prospects. Well, I'll have another episode talking about uh, some of the fun features and some of the fun things that we're doing with Drift, but we send them to two different options. So they can go to a conversational landing page where they can chat in and request a meeting time. One of our sales reps is always monitoring the chat. So that way they can go in and actually have a conversation and get booked with someone in real time instead of having to fill out a form and wait. Or they can just go to the traditional route and fill out the form or request a meeting 
and we'll connect with them. So once we see that there's some engagement there, our advertising doesn't stop. So we flip from getting them to book a call to getting them to uh, see more case studies. So as someone is in our funnel, we want to, or in our pipeline, we want to make sure that, again, they have all the resources and guides and case studies and proof that we can deliver for them that they need. So we want to start delivering them a round of different case studies from some of our big name clients. So that way, again, they just keep seeing Televerde everywhere and they keep seeing us getting results for other clients. So it helps accelerate the sale. And as we get closer down to the bottom of the funnel, closer to close, we want to start giving them some solution guides. So things that they would need to know to work with Televerde, some of the things that they would need to get set up, all these different things that are just going to help grease the wheel to a sale. And that's how that's how we're using Facebook advertising at Televerde. We are, we're also utilizing um, Facebook um, other types of advertising channels. So we're not solely just dependent on Facebook advertising. We also are utilizing LinkedIn for some of this retargeting. Again, the cost is much cheaper on Facebook, but we do utilize LinkedIn to just give us an omni-channel channel approach. And then we are still using Google Display Network for uh, banner ads. And again, these are just general awareness ads um, that, we're, that are mapped to our funnel. So if it's the step where we're showing case studies, our display ads are talking about case studies. Um, and then if it's about the calculator or if it's about speaking with sales, all of those are all congruent to give us an omni-channel approach. So that way as a prospect, when they come into our ecosystem, they start to see Televerde everywhere, which generates a little bit of social proof. And as a sales and marketing company, other companies like to see that we know what we're doing and we're actually doing it for ourselves. So our CEO actually calls this drinking our own champagne. I don't drink, so I call it eating at our own restaurant. Um, but as a, a prospect, if you're coming to work with a company that's going to help um, help you with your sales and marketing, your demand generation, it would be nice to know that they're also doing those same things for themselves. So we practice what we preach um, and the omni-channel approach allows us to kind of get some visibility on a prospect everywhere. We are going to be switching to Critio soon um, for our uh, dynamic retargeting off of Google Display just because of the, all the reports that we've seen and, and trainings that I've been on have shown that Critio has given us a much, a much better cost um, in terms of retargeting and it's uh, the cost for acquisition for you know new leads and actually through the pipeline are, are much better with Critio. So we're going to be testing that out. We'll have another episode where I, I, I talk to you guys about you know what we're doing with Critio and how we're utilizing it and hopefully it helps you guys out there. So uh, that's it for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed kind of the journey we went on, um, uh, you know, talking about how we utilize Facebook advertising um, for, uh, you know, the B2B space. I know a lot of people have, you know, some negative connotations or they, they have negative feelings towards utilizing Facebook um, for B2B. But I think if you utilize it correctly and you get the targeting first with LinkedIn or if you can target your audience on Facebook, your cost is going to be much more uh, effective and it's, you're going to get a better return by utilizing Facebook advertising because right now it's just so underpriced. So again, this is Xavier. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I will see you in the next, uh, the next series.